Hello and good evening to my audience. Apparently I'm in a storytelling mood. And um, in this episode I will start talking about love. It's a topic I haven't really touched upon yet. So to start from the beginning, I've been in love three times in my life, which is already a privilege. I admit, I've met three amazing men. They have all played a huge part in my life, in who I am today. And this episode is dedicated to the prince. Of course, I'm not using names. In a way, I'm trying to describe their essence by giving them a nickname if you want to call it like that. So the prince. I met the prince, I think it was 2008, 2007, on my second trip to India. And uh, we were in Goa. I was there with a friend of mine, one of my best friends then. And that was this young guy, blonde, all over the place, wearing pink pants. And he was trying to make himself noticed. (laughs) But I don't know, I was just, I wasn't too impressed. Let's put it like that. I could see he's young. I was about 35. No, I was more. Must have been 37 by then. Maybe, yeah, something like that. And um, I could see he's much younger. It never bothered me, yeah. I always preferred men who were younger than me, sometimes a lot younger than me. And uh, there he was trying to make an impression, and I really didn't bother that much. And he was around. And you know, Goa, it's, uh, yeah, we go to this uh, coffee shop, and you sit and you watch the sunset, and then you go down to the beach. and So we all hang out at the end of the day, the same places. So I noticed him and he apparently noticed me because he was really trying to make an impression. And then one evening, oh, in the meantime, sorry, I forgot. In the meantime, I got tangled up with this Israeli guy, which was really nothing, absolutely nothing. And later, that same day, the prince, I met him somewhere in one of the coffee shops. He was there. Always a lot of people around him, always um, very generous, large, funny, good vibes, good energy. He was also very good looking. He had this, how can I say it, like this young, innocent, beautiful vibe around him, which only later... I really got to know. So there we are in this restaurant, coffee shop. I don't remember what it was, watching the sunset. I was there with my friend and uh, some more friends. And we are like after dinner. And he shows up and he said, I have a surprise for you. Just like that, out of the blue. 
Until then, maybe we have exchanged like five or six sentences, okay? Hi, hi, how are you? How are you? Ah, nice to see you. Nice to see you too. Where are you from? That's it. And uh, he said, I have a surprise for you. Okay. Come with me. So I went with him and it was like already evening, yeah. And he built, he took me down to the beach. And he built like a pillow out of sand, suitable for like two, like more than two people. It was like wide. He built a pillow so that we can watch the full moon, which was, it was full moon rising up from the sky, from the sea. Okay. And it was amazing. So I kind of gave in. I said, all right. And then we started, and he also invited my friend, and he arranged another friend, a boy. So we were four. We were two couples in the middle of the night on the beach in Goa. You can already imagine the picture that it's getting romantic and more and more and more romantic. So he romanced me. He, he really wanted to make an impression and he is a very romantic person and until then I didn't know how romantic I really was so there we are lying in the sand gazing at the full moon coming up sharing stories getting to know each other our hands touched I think we even kissed and uh, my friend was also there getting along with the, the other guy. And I was taken by complete surprise. I was taken off guard, okay, off guard by this young prince who is intelligent, smart, well-educated, comes from a very established, nice family. He obviously has money. He's, he's, he's a good personality, he's warm, he's, he's romantic, he's loving, and he's all over me, apparently. Like, and then he told me, you know, you're the only girl I see. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's God. There's like thousands of beautiful, amazing girls, women here. And he has been noticed by others, I can tell you that. And he said, no, no, no. I see only you. And you know, these are the kind of sentences that you're like, wow, okay. It was such a long time ago, but just by telling this story, it brings back those memories of watching the full moon, listening to the sea, and having this amazing guy, you know, wow. It was really wow. Then we spent the rest of the morning together because I think we stayed on the beach until like five o'clock, which was already like sunrise. And we spent the rest of the day together. And then I realized that I fell for him. I fell for him big time. His plan worked. His plan definitely worked. And then we spent a magnificent, magical five days together. That's what you would call a holiday romance. But 
all in, riding the motorbike together, going up to these magical hidden forests and beaches and places and making love here and making love there and, and eating out. And he was such a gentleman. And if there is one thing I love about a man is a gentleman and a man who knows how to make a woman feel like a queen. And he was all that. And I fell. And he was apparently 12 years younger than me. And it was obvious for both of us that, okay, there is, there is something going on here. Like, am I in love with this guy? I mean, he already told me that he was in love with me. And I was like, oh my God, like, can it happen like this? Like, totally by magic, totally by surprise, totally by, you know, something that is, wow, like out of a fairy tale. That's what it felt like. That's what it looked like. The man with the pink pants and me. On the bike, running around, going to parties. Goa has a lot to offer. And we had a wonderful time together. And then it was time to part. And um, I left. But I realized that I will be back. And the funny thing is, we kept in touch for a year. I stayed in a way loyal to him. <clears throat> Sorry. <clears throat> Excuse me for that. I stayed loyal to him. Yeah, I got a bit emotional, so I had to choke back my uh, my tears so you will not hear my voice shaking here all over the place. <laughs> And um, I didn't sleep with anybody else. I didn't go out with anybody else for a whole year. We spoke on the phone. He was all over the place. He was going from India to South Africa to here to there. He was always traveling. He was here. He was there. And we stayed in touch. And I was already planning to go back to see him again a year later. And... Um, it ended in a very strange way. And here I will already mention the second most significant person, the second most significant guy, man, who came after him. So the prince shook the ground and oh, in a way woke up Something in me that was a 16-year-old girl. Because when I was 16, I did not have a boyfriend. When I was 16, I didn't experience this innocent, honest, fearless, pure connection. And until I met the prince... Nobody never managed to enter my heart, to open my heart at all. There was one man before that, but maybe I will dedicate an episode to him. 
it wasn't really love. But to get back to the prince, for me, I was a 16-year-old. It felt like a teenage romance. It felt like something out of the movies, and I was totally blown away. I didn't see the, <laughs> the floor under my feet, okay, the ground. My feet didn't touch the ground. I was floating in air. I was utterly happy. Like, he was amazing, amazing. And we stayed in touch for a year. But then, but then, I already had my ticket to go back to India and meet him a year later. November, December. It was... Uh, and then I met the character we will call the Guru. And the Guru broke down all my previous limits, <laughs> pushed them, and without getting ahead of myself, because I will prepare the next episode about him, we had crazy, mind-blowing, tantric sex for a few days, right before me going back to see the prince in India. Okay? I don't really know how it happened. I will tell you in the next episode how it all happened. But you really understand, you already understand that by the time I got back to India, I was filled with something else. And all that love that I had for the prince, all of a sudden got a whole different perspective because I met a person a year later who turned out to be a gambler. Apparently he was a gambler. And I did not see that. I did not notice that. You know what? It was not relevant for our romance back there in Goa. But when I went back a year later, I saw it. And he, and that was, that was already, he also wasn't there. And I also wasn't there. He was involved with the gambling and his mind was busy. And I was like, so, so disappointed. Because I was like, I came half, half, a, half a world around to meet this person again, to be with this person again, to see what's happening, to love him. And it didn't work out. So the disappointment was huge and I was heartbroken. There is no other way to say it. I was heartbroken. I felt neglected. And he did come down with me to, to Goa. We went down together. But it was, it was, it was just a waste of time. Uh, he, he managed to organize. There were two more friends of him there. And I felt insignificant and overlooked. And um, I just... It was bad. It was bad. So we decided to, both of us, we decided to, with all due respect, we had huge expectations. We waited a year to be back together. 
And it was a disappointment. It blew up in my face, in his face. It blew up in our face. And we couldn't even talk it out because I was just too hurt to share my feelings and he preferred to overlook. So it blew up in my face. But until today, he is the prince and he will always be the prince, my first big love. And then when we broke up, I left one part of Goa and I moved to another part of Goa because I had like another month. I had a ticket for like a month and a half and uh, all this happened in the first 10 days or two weeks of, our, of, our, of my stay in India. And that was the third time I was in India, yes. So I moved to a different part of Goa, and I have to tell you, I made havoc. I made havoc. I was heartbroken, but I'm in Goa. So where is the fun in that, being heartbroken? So I occupied myself. I flirted, and I was all over the place. And I had a wonderful time with a broken heart. It was a very, very good distraction. Yes. I flirted with this one and that one and that one and that one. And also that one and that one. And I was dangerous that time. I was really dangerous because I was playing. I was playing the field. And I was ruthless maybe sometimes even cruel with some of them, because let's be honest, I love men. They're amazing, and I love to be treated like a lady. So I made sure that that one month that I stayed alone in Goa, I was never really alone. But this is the story of my first big love story, the romantic, amazing Wow, 16-year-old teenager love. That's it for today. Bye for now.